We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app good morning lee hey there tara joe biden's administration doing its level best to save lives iranian terrorist lives apparently not not american lives we don't care about this um, we've only responded to 10% of the strikes on our bases by the proxies. So here's the plan. First lie. Claim Tehran doesn't really have control of these proxies, Hezbollah, Hamas, all these. They, they don't. I mean, those three people killed, those three poor soldiers. It's not Iran's fault. They, their proxies are just out of control. They're sitting around every day, Lee, going, gosh, how do we get control of our proxies? So they'll stop killing Americans. That's what the Biden administration tells Politico, a left-wing publication, so they believe it. But, you know, like, what if you wanted a different opinion on that from, say, like, I don't know, Biden? Let's see what Biden thought two months ago about this. Iran is is supporting Hamas and other terrorist groups in the region and will continue to hold them accountable, I might add. Huh. But not now, no, though. Not now that we've got to cover for Iran because they've killed three Americans. Now it's, oh, poor Iran. Poor Iran. They're just, their proxies are out of control. It's so hard for them. Of course, that's not including the two Navy SEALs that uh, died, and we presume, since their bodies were never found, uh, boarding that Iranian ship that was shipping weapons illegally. Let's see what Iran thinks about whether they're in tr- control of their proxies. Are, are they a victim here, Lee, who we have to go easy on them because they, you know, they've lost control of their proxies who literally murdered? I mean, they, they, if you look at this attack, this was homicide. I mean, this was absolute murder. This was a drone flying in behind our drone on purpose to get into an American-controlled area so they could kill people. This wasn't like, hey, they were bombing some other stuff nearby and our troops got caught. No, in the, no. This no. Is a direct attack. Absolute Stone cold murder, direct attack. Okay, but Iran's not responsible, you understand, Lee, because they've lost control of their proxy. Um, and, and Iran has totally denied um, any couple. Oh, wait. On Friday, Iran's president, Ibrahim Raisi, said his country, quote, will respond strongly to anyone who bullies it, including an attack on its personnel. In response to what? Oh, the U.S. telling them when and how we're going to hit them. Wait, wait, wait. So the president of Iran isn't even denying they have control of these proxies and will respond if we hit them? Nope. Well, what can we do, Lee? What can we do to help these Iranians? 
What can we do? This is, I mean, literally, this is how they think. I'm not, I'm not just for real. You can see this by what they do, not what they say, what they do. The Biden administration leaks to CBS its plans to strike Iranian targets, says we're only going to hit in Syria and Iraq, and only on a day when the weather is clear. <clears throat> do you hear us? Clear. Yeah. Check the weather. It's clear. That allows them to continue operating, uh, and then they know when to go hide in their rat holes. Can you imagine if Trump had said, yeah, you know, we're going to be hitting Soleimani uh, any day now when it's clear. So we're telling them how to hide. We're telling them where to hide. We're telling them where to get out of. Why? So that when we strike a weapons depot, nobody's in it. But don't worry, we'll replace the weapons with these, say it with me again, $16 billion we have given Iran since September 11th of this past fall. It's so obvious. I mean, it can't get any more obvious. And again, for those of you who are new, let me I'll explain if you haven't been with me for a while. The Biden administration's continuation of the Obama administration. Obama yeah. administration, what they did was sponsor a nuclear-armed Iran. They literally shipped them unmarked bills on pallets of cash. You know, pallets of cash. Why? To build the nuclear program. They want a nuclear-armed Iran because the Obama regime believed or said, I believe, they were very open about it. Hey, if Iran is nuclear armed, the, the Middle East will be all nice and balanced and there won't be any violence. Yeah. Which is absurd. Yes. So we'll go ahead and give the mullahs who believe they need nukes to bring about end times. If they kill everybody, everybody will try to kill them and everyone will die and they can all go to heaven to be with Allah. We'll give those people nukes. And there'll be total peace. It'll work. You'll see. I and mean, I'll never forget, for the life of me, Obama sending those pallets of cash, lying to Congress about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, those? No, we didn't send. Okay, well, we did, but it was only four hundred million. Oh, it was one point four billion. I mean, he lied three times. First, he said he didn't do it. Then he said, "No, it was only four hundred million." Well, it was one point four billion that we know of. We made there may be more. They are direct funding this program. Now they're trying to get out of retaliating. I would be infuriated if I was the parents yeah. of one of these soldiers. Because all of this is going, it's literally going to cause more of the bloodshed. Speaking of, uh, I don't know, uh, mayhem. Did you see this? Boeing is not, you might have noticed, having a good, you know, couple of months. Yeah. They're, uh, they're not. Uh, did you see what Boeing managers just did? Because, you know, the FAA said, hey, we'll let those planes fly again. Uh those Boeing th uh, 737, 737 Max, Max 9s, 9s. Yeah. yeah, we'll let them fly again. I mean, we're sure you guys got it all straight. The, man the managers and pilots, former managers and pilots who've come out and said, no, it's too early to let them fly again. There are quality control problems, and we wouldn't even put our family hmm. on one of these. This is devastating. It's a group of former Boeing senior managers and engineers telling reporters they would not want their friends or family members flying on a Boeing 737 MAX 9 at this time. I would absolutely not fly on a MAX airplane, said senior Boeing manager Ed Pearson, bluntly told the, New the Los Angeles Times um, of the model that recently saw a door plug blow out in midair on the Alaska Airlines flight. I worked in the factory where they were built, and I saw the pressure employees were under to rush the planes out the door. Another Boeing uh, engineer and FAA supervisor, listen to that, another Boeing engineer and FAA supervisor said it was premature for the airlines to have resumed flying the jets. He said he would tell his family to avoid the MAX. 
talking about the Max 9. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's, you know, they've got a serious, not only is this an engineering issue, but this is a PR issue and and a marketing issue for for these airlines too. So, um, you know, it, it seems like to me that the airlines that own and operate or lease and operate, whatever this case may be, um, be a bit more public and forthcoming as to whether or not they have actually done their own inspections of those particular door uh, plug issues and, you know, maybe show them checking them and, and repairing them on, on an individual basis or something or other. But that they need to address this directly. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. It's not just the senior engineers and managers who worked at the plants who were like, oh, my gosh, I would not put my family on this plane. Let me tell you how the plant works. The shareholders aren't buying it anymore. They sued Boeing, said the company prioritized profit over safety. So they're saying the same thing these engineers are uh, and misled them. The shareholders saying we were misled about their commitment to making safe aircraft. Um, So uh, that's a class action lawsuit right now. So Mm -hmm. kind of interesting given, given, you know, Boeing being in this state. We're not the only place they manufacture, but we're not where they make the MAX 9. But still, it's... You know, it's relevant to the company. Yeah, um, because it impacts the company, obviously. Now, what we make here in South Carolina, they make here is the 787 yeah. Dreamliner, which is a completely different aircraft. Yeah, absolutely. But overall, it's just not. But still, yeah. I mean. You got to wonder, is it, I mean, <laughs> are there loose bolts on that too? Or, yeah. you know, kind of what's going on? Well, they, they have had their, their issues down there as well. I, I know that uh, maybe about two or three years ago, there was issues about, um Excess extra parts and uh, tools being left in areas uh, in the aircraft when they were finished that, uh, you know, moving around back there could have created some issues. There, there were some quality control issues about that. So uh, but they you know have since moved on from that. I am certainly hope for everyone's sake that they took care of those issues. You know, you don't want to be in a position where the L.A. Times is publishing a guide for how you can find out what you're flying on and avoid the 737 MAX 9. Yeah. Uh, what can you do if you are concerned? Um, there are options available, but they're somewhat limited. The majority of commercial airlines in the world are produced by just two companies, yeah. Boeing and Airbus. Airbus yeah. The latter is mostly in, in Europe, but there are quite a few models currently in use. All of the MAX 9s being flown in the United States are used by United and Alaska Airlines. So they say if you can avoid those two airlines, you probably won't wind up in a MAX. Sometimes when you buy your ticket, it will list the plane that yeah. you are you're on, so you can do that. Um, as well, they write the infuriating part of all this is that people shouldn't be put in a position where they need to shop around in this fashion. The airlines, Boeing, the FAA, and Department of Transportation are all supposed to be focused like a laser on safety. Okay, can you imagine if this had happened under Trump? Yeah. How bad it would be. Trump is, you know, going to kill airline play. You know, trade the FAA under Trump. What a disaster! But they get a total pass. And where's Mayor Pete on this? Just where's Mayor Pete, period, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you noticed he just disappears during yeah, times like this? Exactly. Like, we could be, you know, you could be stuck in an airport over, I don't know, Christmas or something like yeah. that, because, you know, all the shutdowns that have happened. And Mayor Pete is, like, nowhere to be found. Yeah. And then we find out he's on maternity leave again. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know where Mayor Pete is. Nobody no. cares, really. No. But he always disappears during times like this. But it looks like, like I said earlier, though, it looks like it would behoove the airlines themselves to be a bit more proactive and and accountable and transparent about whether or not these aircraft are being because if if i were an airline and owned these aircraft or lease these aircraft or whatever the case is and was having to operate them because of the tremendous investment that you've got in these aircraft 
I'd be wanting to show my you know potential customers, look, we've done all the checks. Yeah. We have done yeah. repeated checks on this. We've tested ours out to the best of our ability and knowledge. This is this is a safe aircraft, and and maybe they should start you know some of the uh, executives you know doing some public flights on these things. Hey, we're flying these things. It's it's safe, as safe as we can make it. And and there's nothing that's perfectly safe, but you know you've obviously got to make uh, every best effort. That's a great idea. Put the executives on the flights. Uh, bet their wives would be down with that after reading the L.A. Times. But, hey, you know, it's an idea. Oh, my gosh. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So, uh, Darius Rucker, a lot of connections to South Carolina. You know, Wagon Wheel, great song, by the way. I always turn that up big, it's on my playlist. Country star Darius Rucker arrested in Tennessee on Thursday on minor drug offenses. I always say, having been a criminal reporter, you got to be smart to do crime. It's not a shortcut, not really. You got to do a lot of work to make sure you don't get away with it, or you do get away with it. A lot of people think crime's a shortcut to big bucks, but no, in the end, you have to work just as hard and use just as much mental energy. You cannot be dumb or you will get busted. Lesson number one, if you are doing a drug handoff, and we don't know what kind of drugs he was arrested for in Tennessee, if you are doing a drug handoff from your car to some other guy's car, best update the tags. Cops are sticklers for those little things, tags, you know? And if they're expired... Best to postpone the drug handoff. Yeah, you know what? You know why? Because you've now given the cop a reason to pull you, a reason to intervene in the situation. Anyway, the Hootie and the Blowfish member was charged with two counts of simple possession, casual exchange of controlled substance, and one count of a violation of the state's vehicle registration law. In layman's terms, Rucker was allegedly involved in a drug handoff and law enforcement claimed his tags were expired. 
He was motionless. Emotionless, I should say, in his mugshot. $10,000. It's going to be interesting to see if this was pot. It's always weird to me now since like 26 states you do this, but um, it's just a weird thing to get arrested for these days. Uh, you'd think the police in most places would have given up, but I don't know. It could be something more serious. Uh, Darius Rucker's ex-girlfriend. Um, so, you know, he split with his wife in 2020 and the girlfriend emerged around that time. Not clear if she emerged before the split or after. Weird. But anyway, uh, she said karma. I didn't know this. Three of her friends overdosed and died on whatever it is the group uses. Uh, and she's mad at him because he didn't seem to care about that or I don't know. A lot of weird drug stuff going on there. You know what I was always so weird about this? Isn't it weird how guys, when they split from their wife, and I haven't noticed as much with women, but it's a, it's a guy thing. She looks just like his wife. Have you ever noticed that? They'll, they will get a girlfriend or they'll cheat with, if they're going to cheat, women cheat too, obviously, but if they're going to cheat, men will go right for somebody who looks exactly like who they just split from, but younger model. A lot of the time. What's up with that? What's up with that? But you didn't like her, you left her, and then you want one that looked, never mind. Uh, text, oh, can't read that. Uh, texter writes, new catchphrase for the airlines, fly the crazy skies with us. Folks, this is amazing. I mean, you've got Boeing's head engineers, chief engineers who worked at the plant saying, do not get on the 737 MAX 9. Do, do, no, do not know. They prioritize profits over safety. They do not care. I worked in the plant. You've got their shareholders suing them, saying the same thing. Do you know what's happening here, kind of, like writ large? The shareholders are saying, look, you told us this was safe. You, you, you told us safety was a priority. You lied. Now we've lost stock value, which they have. So they're saying, hey, look, we basically got defrauded. Class action lawsuit. You've got pilots saying, no way in heck am I flying that thing, much less am I putting my family on it. And they're slamming the FAA, seeing the FAA and, the, and you know, the uh, Transportation Department should have never put them back in the air. Mayor Pete's gone. You know what this is kind of about? This is like everything is breaking down. These trusted institutions, CDC, right? Can't trust them. Lie to you about things that will kill you to get you to use them. Nobody trusts these regulatory agencies anymore. I mean, it's the CDC, the FAA. And you get to watch the LA Times going, oh, wow, it's a shame. You have to check and see when you book your flight if it's on a 737 because you could die. It's like everything is crumbling. I'm still not over last week. The CDC, by the way, still hasn't responded to the leak of its warning email that the shot causes myocarditis from May of 2021. They actually drafted an email to send to the national warning system about like medical devices that are malfunctioning or could kill you. Drafted it, wrote it down, knew it killed. And then for some reason didn't send it. You'd think there'd be an enterprising reporter in this country that would go find the doctors who wrote it because they signed it. Hey, you know, about that myocarditis, your heart will explode in your chest thing. Did you, you know, like who told you not to send that? You drafted it. You knew it killed. You knew it maimed. By the way, you get myocarditis, uh, half, 50% are dead within five years. You know, you, you might, most don't make it to 10. It's not 
It's 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 not a small thing. Although the CDC tried to claim it is. This is the same thing with the FAA and the Transportation Department. Oh, I'm sure those bolts will hold. Put it back in the air. It's like they're owned by the people they're supposed to regulate. At that point, what is even the point? And then you got the CDC coming out in May. They were going to come out with the myocarditis warning like, nah, let's just tell everyone to take it. And then by August and September, they're out there saying you should lose your job, telling your boss to fire you if you don't take a shot they know could cause your heart to explode in your chest. All right, I'm exaggerating, but it does permanent damage. Myocarditis is not a small thing. And then they get the FBI to censor everybody, all those great virologists like Jay Bhattacharya, John Ioannidis, people from Oxford and Stanford and Harvard who tried to warn, no, this shot's dangerous. No, don't. And they censor him. And I mean, that's the CDC. I mean, look, we're looking at the FAA now. The FAA is like, oh, to be fun. Yeah, no, they're good. And then you've got the pilots coming out and going, good God, don't get on it. I worked at the plant. I was a senior manager. No, don't fly on it. It's dangerous. I mean, you can't trust anybody or anything. It's like the moral fiber of this country is breaking down. Texture writes, I'm assuming this is a dude. Looks were fine. We just wanted one that complained a little less. Aren't you complaining, sir? I just love to hear her side. I, I just always interested in both sides. That's all. <laughs> text your rights in the comments. It's retirement planning text line. Y'all kill me. Instead of Hootie and the Blowfish, now it's Puffy and the Blow. Oh my gosh. Text your rights. Tara Biden's economy is so good that a music star that made hundreds of millions of dollars is now a low-level drug dealer. What? No, I don't want to say that because that's not fair. We don't know. We don't know who did the handoff. Like if he was buying or he was selling. All I'm going to say is, if you're going to do a drug deal, you got to have your ducks in a row. You do. You got. You cannot be doing that with expired tags. You know what I mean? If you got expired tags, then park those expired tags in the driveway and do it in your home. I just don't do it. I Never mind. But you got to be smart to commit crime or you will get cold busted. You might as well get a job. Stop using drugs. Anyway. Uh, Wow. Tara hung out with Darius on a bus once. Just say he likes. Huh. Well, I, I have no proof. So uh, texture rates. New catchphrase for airline. Fly the crazy skies with us. <laughs> Wagon wheel. I love this song. Oh, I love this song. Gosh, you can't help but just tap your foot to it. You feel a little better. Anyway. Well, listen for a minute. Mayor Pete and Lloyd Austin, MIA, when they should be at their post. Yeah. And pray to God I see headlights. I made it down the coast in 17 hours. Picking me a bouquet of dogwood flowers. And I'm a hoping for rally. I can see my baby tonight. So All right, more on this really weird split going on in Gen Z. I have Gen Z kids, so I'm, I'm really interested in what's going on. This sort of divide by the boys and the girls. It's huge. The generation most likely 
to believe feminism is harmful. You would guess, you'd probably say, what, it's the boomers, right? Those old men, get off my lawn. Oh, boomers, maybe Gen X. Nope. Gen Z. Gen Z boys and men are more likely than baby boomers to believe feminism is harmful. And not by a small amount. Wow. Um, they also, uh, in this poll, Jordan Peterson seen as a hero by 32% of 16 to 29 year old men. What's going on here? Okay. We've had these stats. Something crazy is going on with, with boys. We first identified, identified this when a New Hampshire professor who had an eighth grade boy was in a panic, uh, because her boys were being radicalized by toxic masculinity uh, on video games, which you used to play alone in your home, but now you play together with other boys who are not in your home. But you all come together and you can hear you know, boys, their friends talking. And it turned out that Jordan Peterson and Ben Shapiro, people like that, Matt Walsh, uh, were heroes to these young men They because they're the counterculture now, right? And they're spreading these links in these videos. So she wanted them taking off the video games and she wanted remedial liberal propaganda to be targeted at boys in schools. And I went, this is fantastic. Not the propaganda. The boy's getting radicalized. Then this other weird thing happened. Highest percentage of young men in Gen Z identifying as Republican or planning to vote for the Republican uh, candidate since uh, the early 1970s. Wow, okay, that's unusual. Yeah, and it went up by a full uh, 12 points in the last 10 years in terms of party ID. And I mean, that can't be because Republicans are selling themselves because believe me, they're not. What's going on here? My sons say this all the time. There is this gap between the boys and the girls now that's just, and, and you know what it is? All the girls are on TikTok. And I had Crash telling me this the other day because he's starting to get an eye for the girls, you know? And he's telling me the other day, he's like, I just can't relate to these girls. I said, what? Well, why? He said, most of them in my class. He said, they're nuts. And I said, well, what, why are they nuts? They're all on TikTok. He said, I don't know what they're talking about. They're all on TikTok. And basically what he's saying is we don't even share the same cultural references because the boys aren't. The boys are out there getting radicalized by Peterson. They took it really hard that he's probably going to lose his uh, license for saying true things about fat women, ironically. And that, that woman was a chunker. I mean, just to be fair. Anyway, they want to, no, what they want to do is um, brainwash him. He's got to have remedial diversity training about how not to say that fat women are fat women. If you see a fat woman, you cannot say that she's fat, even if she's fat. You understand? Do not do that. Especially not if you're married to her. Anyway, no, that's just life advice. So this is just another sign there is this split. By the way, we have the highest percentage of liberalism among the women. They cannot, they're not connecting. Yeah, you know why? Because the girls are on TikTok, they are complete, full-on Marxist Chinese Communist Party brainwashed. I mean, they are gone. These are a group of people who think Bin Laden's probably pretty cool. And not by a small amount. And the boys are like, huh? I just worry about who are my sons going to date? Who are they going to marry? My sons are already worried about it. They talk, they talk about that. And that's why, I don't know, like a year ago, I got into this, and I, I tell myself, look, right now, you need to start looking for women to date. And my son's like, I'm 11. And I'm like, I know. And then I got a barrage of all you who met your sweetheart when you were like 11, 12. So I said, you know, you can start now because you're going to have a hard time. Only half the women in your generation are even functionally sane. you got to start, like, right now. 
first they thought I was nuts, but now they're kind of in, they're kind of into it. I'm like, yeah, you can meet your sweetie right now. People do. I mean, you're going to marry her at 18 or anything, but you start off as friends. You know how it goes. You're going to have to. It's going to be hard for boys to find mates just because of the cultural problems. And look at this one. This is the other one. This is crazy. Did you see this? 68% of all unmarried women are Democrats. Remember Life of Julia from Barack Obama? Why is this just TikTok? And now you know why what's going on at the border is going on at the border. Because they're not breeding. They're not breeding voters. Democrat Party needs voters. So they're bringing them over the border. And these women are bitter. I think it's because I think it's because they can't get a man. Oh, did I say that out loud? Oh, I'm sorry. I think it's because men don't want to interact with him. Let me put it better than I just did. It's Friday. It's been a long week. So you look at married women, 56% of them are Republicans. Unmarried men, 52% are Republicans. But unmarried women, 68% are Democrat. That is, right now, that is an insurmountable cultural difference. I Truly, it is like trying to date a woman from communist China. You, you have no cultural references because they've been on TikTok all these years. They're nuts. And Crashy did. He come to me, came to me the other day. We don't talk about this. And he said what we've been talking about on the show. These girls on TikTok, they're nuts. They are plum crazy. He's like, I just can't relate to them. I said, it's only going to get worse, honey. He said, what do I do? I said, you got to find a girl at church. So he's been bugging me. Can I join the youth group? I said, yeah, we got to get you in the youth group. How is she going to meet somebody sane? And it can't just be any church. It's got to be a conservative church. To even have a prayer. So the boys are going more one way. The girls are going the other. And the boys are beginning to rebel. And I mean, I think it's great. But. I mean, yeah. Are, are you seeing any of this in your house? Texter writes, my dad told me, son, all women are crazy. Some are just crazier than others. Okay, well, you got to go for the least crazy one you could find. Uh, Texter writes, Gen Z men will be the most affected by feminism. They can't even ask a woman on a date without being scared that they could be in trouble. It could blow up into an international incident. I mean, it it, it, it truly could. On feminism, uh, in the study, uh, Gen Z males felt it had done more harm than good. Uh, just 13% of those over 60 thought so. Yeah, well, because you know why? Because this is their perspective. Look at my mom, right? My mom was absolutely brilliant. Totally brilliant. And her mom sat her down. She could, she could have been a, a doctor. She could have been a surgeon. Easy. Um, And her mom sat her down and said, okay, you're a woman. You got like three choices. You could be a secretary. You could be a teacher. You could be a nurse. But I recommend you be a nurse, you know, just until you have kids. That was the talk my mom got. She was never told to go to college. So there was some need for, for, for the, some of the feminism. Like there really was. And that generation saw it. Now it's just, whoa, daddy. It's like... It's weird. By the way, almost 40% of men, 16 to 29, consider toxic max masculinity an unhelpful phrase. So if you're, you know, dating one of these men, young ladies, don't use the phrase toxic masculinity. It could trigger them. And I know it's not supposed to count if men get triggered, but just saying.
Texter writes, my 21-year-old, no, 20-year-old son says all the girls his age are crazy. That's almost exactly what Crash said to me the other day. Texter writes, hey, Tira, have your son watch the Hot Crazy Matrix on YouTube. You can watch with children. Funny and the truth. Yeah, I first learned about the Hot Crazy Matrix from you guys. This is a, this is a concept men actually take seriously. I learned that too. Texter writes, Tira, moms aren't uh, doing their job teaching daughters. They focus on finding cupcake. The right college. And finally, Texter writes, Tira, social media is easily the most dangerous in invention of the last hundred years. Yep. Oh, uh, speaking of, we're talking about all the uh, um, actual mental disorders and personality disorders. Did you see this? National Institutes of Health study published at PubMed Central. The frequency of personality disorder in transgender patients. Hmm. What is it? Oh, this will interest you. 81.4%. Hmm. The most frequent personality disorder? Narcissism. 57% of transgender patients are narcissists? Are we sure this is the right treatment? I, I, I'm, just, I'm asking. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a professional. I just... But, you know, we, we, you could call somebody who has... Call the Democrat Party headquarters. They know everything there. As I always tell you, these times we're confused. Just call them. They'll explain. They know everything. And most especially, they know science. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.